0: Back for are you a hagler? that's the question 651 641 that we are asking on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 107 streaming live at mytalk1071.com everything entertainment colleen lindstrom bradley trainer who is fresh home from a week-long trip in uganda it wasn't
1: fresh after those 16 hours in the air Oof. i
0: am sure I'm sure that that is the case. But uh, it le- that trip led you to ask a question uh, about people's negotiating yeah, yeah. Uh, skills. Yeah, so
1: are you a haggler? As Colleen just said, we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. Why? Well, here's why. So I was in Africa. I don't know if you know that. I was in Uganda. It's part of East Africa. Apparently haggling is a thing. And I honestly um, am not a haggler. Never could be a haggler. Horrible at haggling. Here's what had happened. What had happened was I really wanted some sunglasses because I forgot my sunglasses. I don't know if you know this. It's very sunny uh, this time of year in Uganda. So uh, one of the people who is like one of the organizers on the trip responsible for getting people around who's very familiar with that part of Uganda was like, oh, hey, you want sunglasses? Let's go into town and we'll get some. And so I was excited because it's like field trip. We're going in town. I was there for, you know, the refugee experience. But being able to go into the. Embarara which is a Smallish town but still big buildings Lively downtown area I thought this was cool so we walk into This sort of department story experience It's basically like a mall with Mm -hmm. Shops um and got sunglasses, and it was very basic. It was like, how much of the sunglasses is this price? Well, what about this price? And I wasn't the one doing it. It okay. was, uh, you know, it was the organizer that I was with. Mm-hmm. Um, his name's Jock. So Jock was like, yeah, but what about this price? Ended up $2 I got sunglasses for. Wow. And then the guy goes, do you want any t-shirts? You know, do you need any dress shirts? Do you need any other clothes? And I was like, I do, but I don't have time, but I'm going to come back because... $2 for sunglasses. That's a steal. Yeah. But then he needed to go. Jock needed to go. Um, he needed to buy uh, some other things. So mm-hmm. we go to the grocery store and it took 20 minutes to negotiate the price of. Of the groceries? Yes. And one particular item, it was a bottle of booze. It was oh, okay. a bottle of booze. And he, it took so long to negotiate the amount for that bottle and. And it was like it was like for me it was uncomfortable for them for the people involved it was not at all it was just like going to uh, work and like doing an, your it, thing it was like a, it was it like, was like, like a transaction. no that's not the right price yeah. I can get this for cheaper over there we'll go over there well okay but why do why do I need to go over there I could just buy it from you and I don't know and it went on for literally uh, probably fifteen minutes to be fair and I the whole time was just like oh this is so uncomfortable I don't even understand what they're saying. But I realized in that moment, I am absolutely not a haggler. And I was talking to Jacques afterwards, like, is this normal? Like, do you do this for everything? And he was like, it's just a way of life. You're just always, you know, trying to get the best price. And like most, most prices are because I was like, I would have just walked into the store, Mm -hmm. saw the bottle, take, taken it off the shelf And then taking it to the register and been like and said, how much? how much? And
0: then you would give that because that's how transactions work.
1: <laughs> yeah, right. The, here. To us. Yeah. To us. But there it was just like, it's a given that you're going to be arguing over price. And I just, I'm like, oh, that is not in my nature whatsoever. I can. And I've had people say to me when I'm in different parts of the world, like, it's rude to just take the first price.
0: Oh, interesting. Right? And
1: I'm like, really? Is it rude? Cause it's, I feel like it's rude that I need to like, like just give it. to try to talk price. them down. Yeah.
0: Right. Like you feel like you're taking money literally out of their pocket.
1: So we were talking, I was talking with some other people afterward and they're like, Oh yeah, I love to haggle. And other people were like, absolutely not. I don't want to have any part of that. Just tell me what the price is. And whenever I bought stuff, um, I tried once to haggle and the person, I was like, can you do a better price? Like when I was getting a souvenir, this was last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you give me a, because they said, just say, what's your best price? And so I asked and they were like this. And I said, okay, great. Like there was no, like I did the once. That's
0: it. You couldn't go back and and forth. forth. There was not a 20 minute experience.
1: Do you, have you ever tried to haggle before?
0: Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. That's the question we're asking you. Have you ever haggled? Um, I despise haggling Bradley so much that I don't even like to buy cars.
1: Oh, Because, and
0: this is why I appreciate this sort of newfangled way of doing car business where you just pay the sticker price. Like, there are certain dealerships where you go and you know they are giving you the best price and there is
1: no negotiating. That's, both times I've bought cars. That's how I want to do it. Yeah, I've done that. Because I don't want to be like, can you really do a better... No,
0: I don't no. like the game. The one time I had to do it, you know, uh, the person who was coaching me on negotiation said, you got to be ready to walk away. And I was like, but I don't want to walk away. I want that car. Well, they can smell that on you. Yeah. So that's how much I don't like to do it. But I admire people who are good at it. And, and, you know, like I've heard, I understand hotels are a lovely place to do this. If you're ever traveling
1: and what? You can yes. negotiate your price in your hotel? Yes.
0: See, we're so used to just being like, I'm going to book it online. I book it and then I pay for it and then we're done when i was young and we would go on road trips we would go with a friend a fam- some family friends and we would okay. find ourselves in the same area and we would not have a hotel reservation and the two men the two dads in each family would go from hotel to hotel in a certain given area and they would try to haggle the price down of the hotel rooms and then they would compare notes and this was before cell phones oh so God. they would be going so up and down work. i know but you know listen if it for me I couldn't do that. Yeah. To me, there's a cost to grief ratio there. Yeah. Like I just want the thing to be done. I probably lose money on it. Yeah. But I no, I've never been into it. That's my the answer to that question. Let's go to Jean. Jean is on the line. Jean, are you a haggler? I absolutely love it. Okay, so I, where do you employ do you,
1: this? Yeah, where, and what do you love about it?
2: I love it because I like to feel like I've got a little bit of a better deal. I, I have even I in the department store saying, this is what I want, but this one's on sale, so can you give me this one for the same price as I want? Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but um, I actually do it for everything. What? My my neighbors know that if I get it um, like I needed a roof, uh, they know that that's the absolutely best price they'll go with So I went with. Oh, that's
1: interesting. I, I know that Jamie will often ask, like, do you give discounts for cash? Because sometimes you can get discounts if you offer to pay the whole thing in cash.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Oh,
0: Absolutely. these are good tips. Thank yeah. you, Jean. I have never even thought to do that.
1: I know. I don't even like feeling like that. I mean, I'm so, <laughs> I'm so weak. Like I could be taken advantage of so easily.
0: We should not be advertising I that.
1: I really shouldn't.
0: Uh, let's go to, is it Jarrah? Hi, Jarrah. Jara, do you uh, haggle? Are you a haggler? I love haggling. Okay.
1: Oh God, where is your? F- like, like yeah, where, where you have been you been most th- successful? Yeah.
2: Um, I do really good for like tickets, like either sporting events tickets, concert tickets. Um, I brought it to Mexico with me on my honeymoon and got to show my husband how good I am. I and I I like saving.
1: So what do you Okay so let's say Yeah we
2: need a little Haggle 101
1: yeah, So so say like uh, I am I don't know Like try to buy Something from me I want to see how This works Try to
2: buy something From you
1: Yeah so like, like let's, let's say I'm selling Tchotchkes or souvenirs Or something And you want something What are you going to Say to me Like there's a price well, On the thing What do you say to me Well if it's
2: like $20 I'll You know I'll Low value And I'll ask for Seven and a half Like how's ten bucks and like the other lady that said, cash, you know, I got $10 cash. If they say no, then I'm like, okay, the shop over here will will sell it to me. Mm. Oh, and then
1: will they go, okay, $10? Yeah,
2: most of the time. Or if they do 15 then I'll, you
1: know, $12. Oh, all right. I just maybe...
2: And, and wait, oh, hold on. Yeah, I, I
0: have one more very important question, Jarrah. Mm. Sure. Do you actually know that the other store over here has it for a different price, or are you being uh, assert aggressively? Are you uh, aggressively or assertively confident that that is the case, even though you haven't really verified it?
2: Yeah, I have no idea what they're selling, but like in Mexico, they use a lot of the same stuff. Oh, you know two stores down said that he would give it to me for this price. Oh. I'll even say names. Like, same thing when I buy concert tickets. I said, you know, like, Larry on, you know, 4th Street said he would give me at this deal. So what am I doing over here? I'll just walk over there. And then, of course, then I'm like, oh, wait, no, 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 no. You know.
0: Oh, my gosh. You oh, are. So fascinating. Thank you for Thanks sharing for that, your
1: tips with us. You know, really quickly, mm-hmm. I I also have this thing where I feel bad because, I, like, I feel like, the, you know, because, Let's be real. I was in Uganda. I yeah. got sunglasses for two dollars. Yes. I'm not haggling. Like at the point there are, that the math is two dollars. But people have said to me, it's about respect. And if you don't give them the respect of doing what is expected, then you're disrespectful. Even though you think you're doing them a favor by, you know, giving wanting them, them what to they're have, asking, for wanting the... them to have as much money oh my as gosh. possible.
0: Okay. I think I, are there books oh. on this? I think I, I need know. to. We study. just need to
1: practice. I think
0: is that the dorkiest thing I've ever said. Maybe. Okay. Put it on the list. You've
1: said a lot dorkier, trust me.
0: There's not a list. I
1: don't have a record of it. Well, there should be. I'm going to start writing.
0: When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show. uh, Bradley, um, you have some questions about some of Harvey Weinstein's activity.
1: Well, specifically, I have a very big question about um, Harvey Weinstein's ability to get some ladies. And by that, I mean sexually assault a bunch of women. But in his mind, get the ladies.
0: Okay, we're going to talk a little bit about this after uh, we come back from this break on My Talk 107. All right, so we spent a lot of time a few months ago talking about Harvey Weinstein because... Well, he's disgusting. Um, yep. And there has been some new information that has come forward about Harvey Weinstein and some of his methods. Bradley has some questions on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk107.1.com, Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, And, uh, Bradley, what
1: uh, what is your question? Here's my question. How the heck did Harvey Weinstein have all this time... To uh, be a, a lady predator, to be a serial sexual assault artist. I say that in all seriousness, and I'll tell you why. We'll back up and tell you what sort of prompted this question. But the question itself is, literally, how does somebody like Harvey Weinstein have all this time to hunt women? I mean, essentially, that's what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And um, again, I'm not it's not hyperbole. The The headline that made me think about this from page six was Harvey Weinstein used uh Cipriani properties as hunting grounds or cipriani depending on how you pronounce it right so restaurant magnet uh cipriani all sorts of properties Harvey Weinstein was able to use them with impunity to quote uh or use them quote as a hunting ground for women Ugh. and it got me thinking and then I read of course the the um the account of how this happened so <clears throat> three apparently of those salts uh, assaults happened at those properties mm. he's facing another assault charge for allegedly raping a woman that he met at uh one of the night spots in manhattan police are also investigating uh claims that took place at the beverly hills hotel which is another one of those properties and it, it just like as i'm reading through this these different accounts right one after the other i was like i guess maybe we've never talked about this but how does somebody like harvey weinstein who It's not like I'm saying, I don't know what I'm exactly saying, but how does somebody who is literally, you know, one of the biggest was one of the biggest movers and shakers in Hollywood, you would think that that person, I know it sounds naive, did not have the time or resources or uh, those things to make um, constant, regular, repeated institutional sexual assaults, right? It's so fascinating to me because you would think like... You would think that a person at that level like they would just be a little busy.
0: We're just at like this level and I barely have time to like clean my own bathroom
1: at you know, my house. It, you it, know, it's hard Honestly. to not sound flippant, but I'm like I don't do very much. And most days I feel like I'm, I'm like overwhelmed. You can't add one more thing to your and schedule. This person had the time and the place to like to cultivate, to uh nurture, to Um, you know, run a full discrediting scheme against accusers and. Like,
0: I know. So that's like, if you even tease it out further than
1: that. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, Stephen Diener hosted the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts
0: Pretty sure that's JLo lo And P.S., the person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
0: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: At Bradley, it's not only was he finding the time to... Um To locate or meet with people that he had plans to sexually assault, which in his mind, again, wasn't sexual assault. It was, I don't know, dating whatever, I don't know wh- how he thought of it, but yeah. not only was he doing that, but then on the back end of that, he st- he also was putting in the time and energy and effort to cover his tracks around those things to the point that he had hired, uh, you know, investigations, oh, had, yeah. like internal investigations I mean, to, to try to discredit women. women. He, had, a, he had, he was, it almost feels like this was a full-time job. Yeah,
1: which just makes me wonder, like, how much of, like... The things that he was credited for being able to accomplish were actually, you know, accomplished by him. Yeah, because he was too busy trying to sexually assault women on a regular basis. And and again, it's not
0: had a family at home,
1: had a family. And again, it's not just that I'm saying, um, you know, I understand that people can do two things at once. But again, if you read this account uh, in uh, page six, I mean, he went to great lengths to sort of cultivate and nurture and you know facilitate and you know just a lot which must have just taken a great deal of mental energy thought coordination which mm-hmm. again belies is the notion that there were people involved I mean clearly right there were a lot of people aiding and abetting Harvey Weinstein
0: I mean I'm sure that there was somebody whose job title probably wasn't you know covering uh Harvey Weinstein's rear but that was essentially what their main job description was, yep. was the person to kind of coordinate and cover for all of that stuff with help from another staff. I, it, it really is, it'll blow your mind if you let your brain go down that rabbit hole at all. But mm. Alright, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show Dumb People Doing Dumb Things, we have a whole mess of crazy, stupid idiots to deliver right to you. And if you're near Facebook, head on over there, say hi to us. We're doing a Facebook Live after Bye. this. My Talk one Everything
2: Right here. Entertainment.
0: People doing dumb things. I bet you missed these guys, Bradley Trainer, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we call those dumb people doing dumb things crazy, stupid idiots.
2: Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present. C-S-I. It
0: stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots.
1: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly. Or and or again. Off times in the state of... Florida. F-L-O-R-I-D-A and Holly, I forgot to mention. I don't know if you can see it there, but there's some audio with mine. It's coming up in a moment. Okay. It's in the prep service. Thanks, buddy.
0: On-air production. Let us start, though, in Ohio. Okay. Okay. I want to tell you about David Menser. He is the crazy, stupid idiot in question. Okay, And um, he is an idiot because he robbed four banks over the past month. Ooh, But
1: like that, why is that dumb? I mean, it's, it's, it's not dumb. Or it's too many. It's what? dumb.
0: That's just dumb. That's garden variety dumb, though. But you're probably like, well, yeah, that's, you know, that's idiotic behavior. But what makes him crazy and stupid? I'm going to tell you. Okay. Also, there's a smart person in the story. Okay. And you'll be able to identify them very easily. Okay. Uh, During his third robbery, he made um, a pretty big error. That was on June 4th. Okay. He went into the Huntington bank branch and he told the teller he wanted money and that he had a gun and the teller gave him some cash, but Mr. Menser demanded more. He said, I'm going to need more than that. That's not enough. The teller said to him very calmly, you need a driver's license. I need to take your driver's license so that I can get into the machine that gives me more cash. So guess what David did? David handed the teller his driver's license. Um. The robber. Who was think? committing a crime
1: was like here's me gave
0: his identification to was, the I mean, teller. In fairness,
1: he was probably nervous and didn't think all the way through.
0: I mean, this was his third one. How nervous oh, could true. I mean? He'd had That's two true. to practice. See, do you see who the smart person is in this? It's yeah. the teller. The teller who had a great plan for what would happen if somebody came in and wanted more money. I need to take your ID because I need it to get into the place that has the money. The place uh, that he stopped, though, was the copy machine where he got a copy of the ID to give to the authorities. Oh, my God. It's not clear what took them so long to find the guy because they didn't find him until two weeks later. Well, maybe he was like hanging out somewhere else. I mean, he was hanging out at another bank because he still knocked over another bank before they oh caught my him. God, Yeah. But they got him. And that's what matters. All because he was an idiot and gave them his ID.
1: yes i feel like crazy stupid idiots could do better like i'm just saying you if you're gonna be a crazy stupid idiot you could sort of like i mean he could have given like his id and his social security card yeah like go big or go home kind of thing exactly yeah and said my name is and i live at i don't know or fingerprints maybe
0: well i'm sure there were fingerprints
1: somewhere All right, where was that again? That was in
0: Ohio. Well, now we
1: need to go to North Carolina, and we need to go to Wendy's. And Holly, if you have that audio ready, I'd love for you to play uh, the audio of today's crazy stupid idiot from North Carolina.
2: You're normally looking just to get your food. You're not looking to get shot at by somebody, especially an employee.
1: Why is that? At a Wendy's. It's just really crazy. The whole idea of people using guns to solve problems these days is just ridiculous i haven't been to that wendy's yet uh kind of scared to go there now (laughs) yeah you know why he was scared to go to the wendy's it sounds like somebody had a gun yeah which okay you know gun violence that is not headline news certainly not crazy stupid idiot worthy um but it's who had the gun that might um uh, you find funny i just said that backwards you might find funny or in, I'm uh, not funny like haha, funny like what? The was person, it the
0: actual person who was working?
1: Yeah. It what? was the employee. The employee shot up the customers. Now, typically, I think you'd think if somebody's getting shot at a Wendy's, it's probably, oh God, this is morbid. But you know, the gun is probably like a disgruntled uh, customer. Yeah. Well, here's what had happened. So these ladies pull up to the drive through and they're like, hey, we want our burgers. And the lady behind the uh, drive through was like, OK, but you're going to have to roll up over in uh, that, you know, drive up spot mm-hmm. and wait because your burger is fresh and it's not ready yet. So they roll up and then they're waiting. Tick tock, tick tock. The burger's not coming out. Finally, they deliver the food to these ladies in the car. And the ladies are like, hey, this has taken way too long. And a fight ensues. An argument are uh, arguing match. An arguing match. An argument ensues, Mm -hmm. right? Verbal tit for tat. Well, that's when Xavier, who works behind the counter at the Wendy's, decided to take out, not a handgun, but a shotgun.
0: Where do you even keep that?
1: Uh, And did not anybody see him bringing a shotgun into work at the Wendy's? think. And he shot up the car that the ladies were in. Now, nobody was hurt. Thank God. But they did catch him and the gun. And he's now in jail. Um... I don't think I'd be going to Wendy's anytime soon in North Carolina. No, thank you. No, nor. I mean,
0: or should I find myself at that particular Wendy's? I may not complain about how long it's taking to get my tasty square burger. I'm telling
1: you this in this time we find ourselves complaining about anything is probably not your best move. Right. When it comes to like, maybe complain about the important things, but don't complain about the, you know, like your burger at the Wendy's cuz you might get shot. So that's, that's
0: sad. Wow. That was a really sad story. Sorry. Can I ask one more question? Sure, I might not. This have the is answer. not as much about the crazy stupid idiot as it is about Wendy's. Like
1: their their burgers are fresh, they're not frozen.
0: I do know that. But why are they square? Because I've always thought if they're going to have square burgers, they should have square buns as well. I'm not mad about it because I do like Why Wendy's do you need the burgers. Because
1: you need to have as much burger for bun.
0: Yeah, kind of. I just feel like you know, because then you get those corners hanging off the side. It just would, to me, it feels like it would be a better distribution if oh. the burger and the bun were square. Colleen, I have your answer. Thank you, Holly. Google I knew she. Would. Yes. Okay. The reason that Wendy's has square buns and or excuse me, round buns. And square burgers. That's it. Mm-hmm. Is the square bur- burgers have the corner sticking out of the bun, which allows customers to see the quality of Wendy's
1: meat. Oh, yeah. You do want to sort of let your meat you wanna, out a little bit you just wanna, so people and can and get you a, view a whiff the meat. of meat. Yeah, yeah. You just
0: want and, it to flop out from the side. And if yeah. I'm a person who's going to be putting the beef, the meat in my mouth, I want to be able to inspect the meat before I enjoy the meat, I suppose. I still don't like that answer. I so, I just want a square bun. I mean, it's bond. kind
1: of like wearing like a thong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. With things hanging up. <laughs>
0: marketing gimmicks, Colleen. It's called a marketing gimmick. I know. I think I'm over it now. The novelty is worn off for me. Oh, I will write a letter I, to Wendy's. Oh, yeah, I'm as sure Wendy's away. is really All ready to is like... I'm either make them round. Uh, Colleen Lindstrom
1: doesn't like the square burger on the round bun. I She's
0: cannot, over it. I cannot be the only person who does not see a need for that any longer yeah, well there are
1: a lot of people that want stupid things yeah well if you so. listen
0: to my trending report Colleen robots are making burgers so you don't have to worry about it anymore
1: yeah Mm-hmm. It's
0: sad
2: yeah.
1: none of us are going to have to work anymore mm-hmm. I'm so excited when do they get how the how are we going to make robots? money though we're not going to need money we're going to live in perfect harmony
2: in pods yeah
1: we're, we're just going to like watch Netflix
0: oh wait mm-hmm. I like that life yeah right how soon are we doing that Robot burgers start tomorrow. Okay, wonderful. Uh, Let's go to break. Okay. I just realized (laughs) there's just not really enough time for me to dive as deeply as I need to into the next crazy, stupid idiot. Say that. Because we spent so much time with Wendy and her square burgers and her round buns.
1: Love those round buns.
0: When we come back. We did ask a daily snap judgment. That's a question we ask every single day on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page. It's a this or that question. You answer it. And then uh, we judge you for your answers. And then we check in with our friend Donnie uh, to see what he's doing. And you know what, Bradley, I actually have a couple more questions about your trip. If we can sure. maybe go yeah. through some of those as well. So we're, it's Why just not? a smorgasbord of uh, fun activity. After this, starting with the Daily Snap Judgment on My Talk 1071. Hey, everybody. The Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, that's me. Bradley Trainer, he's back, you guys. Everybody's excited to have you back, Bradley. Least of all, me. Wait, no, most of all. Oh, my God. That's rude. I meant to say not, but okay.
1: I, was for I gotta a week start over. And she's like, like, I'm like really not I gotta start over. I gotta start over.
0: I'm so excited to have Bradley Trainer back in the saddle. It's so good to see you. He's been in Uganda for the last week, and I really am excited to have you back. I'm sorry, I missed be kidding. I Yes, I apologize. Uh, but this is the Colleen and Bradley show. And uh, every day at this time, we like to check in with you all, our sweet listeners, and see what you answered on our Daily Snap Judgment. That's a this or that question that we ask every single day on the My Talk 107.1 Facebook page. And then you answer it, we judge you for it, and then we move on with our lives. So What was the question we asked today, Bradley? The
1: question today was the Beatles or the Rolling of the Stones.
0: The Beatles or the Rolling Stones, and those would be the bands, not, you know, a bug and the activity of moving rocks. Yeah, I don't think anything about
1: that. So, you don't know. No, I'm pretty sure.
0: You don't know. Luann said, Rolling Stones, never a Beatles fan. I'm not a big Rolling Stones fan either, but I prefer them over the Beatles. Oh, <laughs> tough crowd over there, Holly.
1: Holly has a very definitive answer, she and does. she's not really going to abide. My
0: no, point. she's not going to have anything else. Mm-mm. Logan said, not much of a choice. Classic Beatles for the win. Oh, and welcome back, Bradley.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: and, oh, geez, let's see. Uh, Dee Dee said, Beatles, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: If I am, you know, from my rudimentary uh, gaze over the answers here on the MyTalk 1071 Facebook page, mm-hmm. the majority... Really did answer the Beatles. Oh,
1: good. Although that's the wrong answer.
0: I thought so, too. Yeah. I'm going to do this. Bye-bye. <laughs> Beatles all the way. Ew. You people are wrong. Ew. Wrong. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we can no, turn them back the on.
1: I mean, no, Mick Jagger, true. man.
0: This actually surprises me. I thought for sure you would say the Beatles.
1: I, I just, I've never been a fan of the Beatles. Of course, I love some of the music of the Beatles, but like as a thing, it's just, it's like Elvis. Like I, it's just growing up with the Beatles and Elvis, it just seemed like old people stuff, right?
0: Mm-hmm. but you know, the Rolling Stones. And then,
1: and then here's what you do. Like when you wait, no, no, no. But get, here's my point. Uh-huh. My point is, but then at a certain point you, you look back on the music that was like old people music. Mm-hmm. And then you sort of try to appreciate it for what it is. And I was never able to do that with the Beatles in a way that I was able to do with Mick Jagger. Mm-hmm. and the Rolling I get Stones.
0: it. I get what you mean. Like
1: I, I actually would enjoy the Rolling Stones music versus the Beatles. Oh,
0: and them in concert. Yeah. Oh, a Beatles concert. Not happening. Sorry. Now I just soon? want to listen
1: to Rolling Stones. Maybe I'll do that on the way home. Yeah,
0: there you go. You got time for that. I'm personally offended by both of your opinions. Well, I, I, I apologize. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Can What's I... your favorite mm-hmm. Beatles song? Sorry. Me? Yeah.
0: She loves you. Oh,
1: really? Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. If
0: you were to beam a piece of music out into space in order to communicate to aliens the best of humankind, that is one of the songs I would select. Really? Really. Really. Colleen, what's your
1: favorite um, Rolling Stoney?
0: Oh, Rolling Stone song? Yeah. Oh, geez. I was going to tell you my favorite Beatles song, Which but is? Um, it would be uh, Blackbird.
1: I don't even know what that is.
0: Oh, yes, you do. Blackbird, yeah, Blackbird. It. No, Black no. No, no, it's from the White Album, you silly. You silly, um, Willie. What's your favorite uh, Rolling Stone? Well,
1: satisfaction, I mean, right? I can't get
0: no. I feel like that's the only Rolling Stone song you actually know.
1: No, I would know other ones. Give me some, give me some songs. Start Me
0: Up. I love Start Me How Up. How does
1: that go? Because you know I'm bad de- with names. De-
0: de- de- Start Me Up. Oh, yeah. Did no you have to do the Mick the the Jagger, Do it. Do have it. Have you, you guys do ever seen me up. my husband do Mick Jagger? It is. Uncanny. It's kind of like being a rooster yes. with fish lips. Yes. Prancing around. But you on have hips. to have yes. skinny legs. If you yeah. don't have skinny legs, it looks weird. Oh, that's true. Donnie. It's very true. Oh, and
1: Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yeah. yeah. It's a yes. gas, gas, mm-hmm. gas. Hey,
0: oh, who's that voice over there? Hi, Give
1: it up for Donnie. Come on, Donnie. Yeah. Hey, Donnie. How you doing, Donnie? Donnie's
0: pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Who is Donnie? Donnie. Hey,
1: Donnie. Rolling stones, babe. Good job. See? Um, wow, see? Holly, you got outnumbered. The hat
0: trick. That's okay. Yeah. You people are all wrong, but I accept that <laughs> yeah, you funny. have different opinions. They may not be correct, <laughs> but they are different. Brown, and brown <laughs> sugar.
1: Brown sugar!
2: Yeah.
0: Right? Ah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, good sure. job. Um, I do have, a, I actually have a question. Uh, Donnie, we are welcoming Bradley back because he's had a really unique last week that yeah, we did not have. We just had a really boring, yeah, regular, everyday
1: yeah. week. Yeah. But Bradley transformed
0: what kind of music uh are they listening to in the refugee settlement are there, oh my God. Is there music I, it's funny being that played? you should
1: ask because as i was driving through mm-hmm. um you know do to do hello no it was we were uh touring the mm-hmm. refugee settlement and there's a part that's maybe sort of like the base camp where it's more of like a town feeling versus mm-hmm. um because it's a vast place but um <laughs> i really heard Taylor Swift. And apparently a lot they play a lot of Jason Derulo. <gasps> hmm.
0: They're doing it right. Yeah. Do you know that I have, I've newly discovered, I am a massive Jason Derulo really? fan. Yeah, you guys, and listening to Jason Derulo is almost like an audio Where's Waldo? Because at some point in the song, typically at the beginning or possibly at the end, but sometimes it's hidden in the middle, he just says his name. And it's not necessarily having anything to do with the song or the music. It's just like the song will end and then you're like, oh, that was a really great experience. And then all of a sudden you'll hear Derulo
1: hmm.
0: or like Jason Derulo. It's like he's Almost identifying criminal. himself. So, you know, who you're listening just to Just in
1: case you forgot. I
0: like that. I don't know. I'm getting older. Sometimes I'm like, who is well, this? Well, you have a lot in common Jason with the refugees Derulo.
1: of the Naki Valley refugee settlement.
0: We we would listen to the same music. Yeah. I could teach them some
1: dances. We could. They could probably teach you some dances. Yeah, and they could probably, teach me yeah. some
0: dances. I think it would go both ways. Maybe mm. I should go next time you go.
1: You could. Are you going to go mm. again, Bradley? I don't know. I mean, if they ask, sure. Uh-huh. You'd be there? I'd be there in a in heart- heartbeat. Beata.
0: Hey, uh, Donnie, uh, mm. did you have fund- Oh, wait, you weren't at Pride yesterday.
1: No, sorry. I had uh, some uh, time. Donnie doesn't want to Tell me troubles on Saturday um, Oh, no. I don't know if it was the broccoli, the burger, the cheese. Something did not agree with me. Oh, and tell anyone. us more. No. <laughs> more important to be here. Well, it's here. a good thing you didn't come because uh, there was a delay yesterday, and I would hate for you to have a delay oh, yeah. on the parade route. While and you were now, having I mean, a tum-tum issue. There was a delay getting your pontoon moving? Yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. yes. And there would have been a delay in you getting to a yeah, biffy. I know. That yeah. would have been an experience. I know. Mm-hmm. First time... Shut up, Allie. We Oh! Got- <gasps> Whoa. Whoa! Things
0: got hostile. Okay. Look what, I, could, look what my... I can do. Oh, look at that! You turned <laughs> up his microphone. Oh, yeah. No more Donny. Not nice to me. No more Donnie. No more Donny. Nice to me. Mm-hmm. Donny, right. do you no have any? Me I mean, on. I'm putting you on the spot a little bit, but do you have any questions for Bradley about about his trip? Because one of the things I was learning in the break was kind of about like the process of like when a refugee shows up at Nakivale Refugee Settlement, how do they get? How do they find their home then there? Yeah. Because people are building a life there.
1: Yeah. And, and literally 1% of refugees ever go back to their own country or another country. Oh. So most refugees will spend their lives in a refugee hmm. settlement. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's meaningful Sad. then to find out where they actually are going to live. And in, in Uganda, at least, and Nakabali in particular, they actually um, are given a plot of land that they can then farm if they want. Now, that is very unique. Uganda mm-hmm. as a country is very unique in the way they treat uh refugees. They're very welcoming and they give them an immense amount of freedom. Whereas most refugee settlements and they would be called camps, mm-hmm. not a settlement, uh they have very limited movement. They have to get permission to leave. In this case, you know, the Nakivale uh refugees can farm, they can have jobs and and consequently then, you know, they're supporting themselves. Build a life for themselves. Yeah. Did you learn any Have you learned any words in any of the local dialects? God, I feel so horrible because um, we just get so caught up in everything else that we didn't really have much time because there's so many different cultures. But in Uganda, of course, you know, there's a lot of different languages that people speak. um, But sort of the main uh, universal languages are like English and Swahili. But then there's a lot of the local languages that people speak as well. It's yeah, so interesting. Um, Again, I know this word, Mazungu. Did mm-hmm. I tell you this word last year? I
0: feel like you did, but I can't remember. It's a white
1: means. person. And oh, yeah. People, children will yell it at you constantly. Oh. So the first year we were like, so we we're on the run and all these children were like, Mazungu, Mazungu. And, were and we were yelling back, Mazungu. Oh. Like, oh, no. Maybe it meant like, you know, congratulations, way to go. And they're like, no, they're calling you a white person. <laughs> And we're like, thank
2: you. (laughs) Whoopsies.
0: Oh, well, it is good to have you back, Bradley. So welcome back. And uh, we'll be back to to our regular antics throughout the week. Lori and Julia up to their antics after this on the, uh, nope, on my
2: talk 107.1.